on the rave. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. My name is Gav. I'm Adi. And you are tuned in to the On The Rave podcast, Adi House of Cannon. Oh, I think I've just about recovered from Lindisfarne. Yeah, big weekend for you, wasn't it? Full, full of pickers and shenanigans and shouting and spouty action. Yeah, I was loving all of the banter that was coming over on social media from everyone. Flinging me spout all our tits and all. Yeah, <laughs> kidding. You never know, maybe next year we'll be able to get along and actually do some On The Rave stuff over at Lindisfarne. Let's hope so. Big up to all the people that went down there and, uh, and saw me and... Tolerated me in the campsite. Yeah, running around doing the doing what he could, doing the utmost for the rave, most likely. Yes, I've, I've seen you in action. Yes, I'm, uh, I was in full flow. I was in top form this weekend. <laughs> Amazing. Right, well, I had a quiet weekend, but um, oh, Addy, it's Rave's choice. It is, and um, since we're speaking about Lindisfarne, oh yes, it's themed, isn't it? It is. Right. Let's uh, let's pull one out of the bag. Right. Okay. So Rave's choice was picked by. It was picked by. Don's White. Don's White. Uh, and she is on the old Facebook. Um, and she decided to pick Tune by Shades of Rhythm, didn't she? Yes. Shades of Rhythm. Ecstasy. Yeah. There we go. Um, so here's some ecstasy.
Stars in the air, think of pickers, how we? Oh, amazing. Got a load of shades of rhythm, like. Oh, I know what magical, magical, magical. I've only, ever, I've only ever seen them absolutely glam amazing sets out like Yeah, they've been uh, they were spectacular that night. Like. Oh, well, it's good to hear that they were Don's favourite uh, thing that she saw while she was at Lindeford. Well. And speaking of Don's, Don's is actually the proprietor. Our new sponsor. Oh, we're sponsored by Basement Snacks. Oh, Basement Snacks, Snacks, Snacks. Howie. Yeah, so not only is On The Raves podcast powered by Podpeen. It's uh, fueled by basement snacks. Way. So uh, we're actually going to be working in conjunction with them and people who listen to the podcast are going to be able to get a special discount. Aggie, tell them all. All you've got to do is you go downstairs, you go up to the counter and say, Alice on the rave and you've got to shout at it, Don's. You've got to shout it. it. It'll, and it'll never get boring. Oh, it's not getting boring. And, and if then you can simply get 10% off exactly. your snacks and coffee. Exactly. Everyone's a winner, baby. Yeah. So, um, don't forget that if you do listen to the podcast and you're in town, you can toddle on to Basement Snacks, who are our official sponsor. We got a sponsor. We got a sponsor. Amazing. Um, uh, Don's enjoyed Ali's banter so much at Linda's fun that uh, she's going to be sponsoring the show from now on. I know. Amazing. I'm infectious. I'm a delight. <laughs> He's done well. He had you got a guest. Who is it this week? Well, why don't we just let him introduce himself? All right. It's uh, Paul Loki for Motion Sickness. Wait, how's it going, mate? Are you good? Uh, I'm not too bad, man. How's you? Man, yeah, we've known Spud for a long, long time. Well, we, we, we know him as small. It's Paul Loki. I didn't um, see him lit DJ at Lindisfarne. He was off before I could tell I was going to go to the show. I definitely played Lindisfarne, regardless of what little baby Kyle says. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, yeah, do you want to just talk a little bit about what you do? I mean, you're a drum and bass DJ. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so I run Motion Sickness, uh, World Headquarters. We still do little uh, free events at Bar Loco. Going to um, got a Halloween one coming up for obviously October events. Um, cool. We've also got uh, Rockwell off uh, Shogun Audio, used to be on Radio One as well. And got DLR off Dispatch Recordings. Also got uh, Benny Tyrone as well. He's recently been signed to Metalheads. Got mm. an absolutely banging new EP on as well. So should be a good night. Big it, things, big things. Twenty uh, eighth of September. Well, it sounds like you've got an absolutely <laughs> rammed schedule going there. Yeah, man. October's pretty busy as well. I mean, there's, uh, there's two of the live view up birthdays. They're having a two parter for that, so that's a world headquarters. Yeah, we're doing, yeah. We're, we're doing a two parter shows with the lads on. Yeah, yeah. I oh, think we're going nice. to have both of the lads on. That's what we're trying to sort out in any case. Sweet. Like, so I um, did speak to him at Lindisfarne, but <laughs> are you the only one you didn't speak to at Lindisfarne? Fucking everyone heard us. May have not actually been speaking at them, but they definitely heard you. Yeah, but uh, it's also dilate as well they've got uh, friction on at uh, World Headquarters again and heavyweights making a return as well oh uh, old, uh, old, yeah old dubstep night so um, yeah that's on a cosmic ballroom he's got like Sergeant Pokes and type Didn't Adiga have those? Was it the heavyweight t-shirts? Got smash and pasties. Yeah. Heavyweight smash pasties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've still got mine. I think I've definitely grown out a bit now. I'll give him a mention this afternoon about it. He needs to get those t-shirts redone. Like, yeah, I think that's topical. Definitely vegan pasties though, probably. Like to keep it topical. In any case, let's crack on. So, as we do on the On the Way podcast, we'll crack straight in and ask. Spud. What's your well, early influences? Yeah, yeah. what's your early what, what sort of music were you listening to? What sort of music was forced on you by your parents? And Oh, shite. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was all just sort of like... When Seems I was, to be a theme. <laughs> it was, it? I was when I was proper young, I was just listening to just basically whatever was on the radio. It was just like loads of pop, basically. Yeah. My dad listened to like loads of Def Leppard and that. And, uh, just all right. Didn't really sort of fit with me at the time, so... 
So I got uh, got to like middle school and it was like one of the music lessons, one of the one of my mates actually uh, brought in the the experience by the prodigy and yeah. I had the album for that and uh, just heard like the Best Prodigy album ever, I'm just saying still away. Yeah, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's science. If yeah. you if you if you disagree, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> As always, you're fucking wrong. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he brought in the experience and he uh, just played a couple of tracks on that and it was just something I'd never heard before, just like the the breaks, the pianos, bass lines and everything, and just that energy and just just having music have such a, like an impact on you and just lift your mood straight away just off like certain tones and that was, that was just something that just Liam Howlett musical yeah. genius there just seems to be something about the prodigy I don't know if we're inviting guests who all were sort of brought up at the same time and still all had the prodigy but like yeah. everyone's got their mark down as one of those early oh, influences easily. Yeah, I think there was something about them that's really individual isn't it yeah I think you'd be definitely not to be influenced by the prodigy like our sort of age bracket like but yeah it's just Things like wind it up, your love, no good, start to dance, all that sort of thing. It was just, just banger after banger after banger. It is, it's, a, it's, it's a, just a perfect album when yeah. it comes to that yeah. sort of thing. But uh, Pegs had the same thing as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so it was just like listening to that and then got into high school, started listening to a bit more hip hop, got in like into the old school hip hop, like through breakdancing and that. So it was like Aye. Grandmaster Flash, Furious Five, and whatnot. So yeah, and then, and then it, was, it was just more just. It was just the breaks that that attracted just nice, nice crisp breaks with with a nice sort of groove to it, um, and then just sort of progressed onto like a bit more old school, happy hardcore. Got into me jungle and that's and um, and then after that it was just sort of drum and bass all the way forward from from then onwards really like yeah mm-hmm. hashtag techie rollers techie rollers for the win all oh, right sound <laughs> so of those early ones you mentioned a few different prodigy ones is that like is that one of them that stands out and like why. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think "Winded Up" was one of the one of the me favourites. There, uh, obviously, you can pick pretty much any song off that album. But oh, there's think, a handful, like but yeah, think weather experience. Yeah, but what weather experience? Yeah, Fucking sweet. Well, so rolling on with the on on the rave podcast. Uh, this is Loki's early influence prodigy. Winded up. <laughs>
Prodigy. Hey, it's the Prodigy again. It's fucking daft, like. Yeah. There's just something about those. That, that, there's just something about that Prodigy sound, that, like, early 90s. Just still, like we've said, everyone's still so fucking fresh in it. Yeah, that's it. You Good know, music doesn't get shit. <laughs> one of the reliable ones that doesn't ever drop out of the bag, innit? Yeah. Alright, Sam. So, well, uh, yeah. Crack on. Crack swiftly on. Alright, Sam, matey. So, um, when you started like finding your own music, you were just saying before that you're like drum and bass, mm. drum and bass all the way. Yeah. But when you were first discovering music and finding your own feet, what sort of things stood out to you? Uh, well, er- early on, before I started getting into DJing, it was just sort of uh, getting all the all like Judgment Day tape packs, just like seeing yeah. seeing, seeing all the uh, all the old flyers, some with uh, the famous one on it as well. Yeah. So it was just sort of get, getting into that, and then it was the whole M- MCing thing was was just sort of like. It made this it made the sets like stand out a bit more. Gave it that like that extra boost, even though the tunes were wicked. You just had an extra level of energy from the MCs, and then from then it was like when I got into DJing, it was mainly all the uh, like all virus recordings, like Ed Rush and Optical, nice. tracks like Signal, Watermelon, Pac Man, things like that, and then uh, just moving on like early sort of John B stuff, Cybertron. Couldn't couldn't not listen to Cybertron in, in that sort of day and age as well, and then. Getting onto like the early like Ram Raiders, um, you know, like the Andy C sound and that, and then that was just that was just it. I was like, mate, I'm I'm hooked on this for now. Like, I was like thumbing through some of the Ram record stuff on Discogs earlier, like when I was just having a look at the stuff, and there's just there's so much of it that I didn't realize how prolific that label was. Yeah, man, definitely. I mean, it's some of the stuff. It's not sort of the stuff that I'd listen to as much these days, but they still have the odd sort of good releases coming out on there every now and then. But it's not what it used to be. But like you said. Good music doesn't go shit, so stick with the classics. Aye, well, that's it. You've got to get, like roll with the punches. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, like, so are there any? Is there anyone else who sort of stood out to you? Yeah, well, I mean, the the main sort of purchase for me, which was always right at the front of my record box, was uh, J Magic's Infrastructure album. Right. Uh, again, you can pick pretty much any track off there, but Space Invader had to be the the one that stood out for me, which is something that just sounded totally unique. It just had that energy, which just had a massive breakdown, big build up, and just the energy going forward. It was just constant and relentless, and just felt like it was building and building and building all the time. So, were you with the Easy Steppers when J Magic was on years ago? Uh, it was at Red Spot. Uh, I think it was at Red uh, Spot, yeah. yeah. I yeah. remember. Oh, that was an amazing night. Like, I was unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just popped into the head there, like just remembering. <laughs> is that like, uh, was it Lisa Kadana? No. I can't remember her. I can't remember her. I'm seeing him. I'll put it in the comments if I remember what it actually was like. That's terrible. It was. Um, but yeah. So J Magic. Is yeah. there like? Is there any tunes in particular by J Magic? Yeah, but like I've seen Space Invader. Um, it was just something that just stuck out by an absolute mile. Yeah. I heard it every time. Loads of sets I've heard it played in as well. Like when uh, I think when Groove Rider played at the Love Parade at uh, was it Scotland Yard? Was it? Was the yes? It was Scotland Yard. Yeah, yeah, down yeah, underneath rock shots nah that was it but I uh, just hear, hearing Groove Rider drop that in the love for it like sort of 2001 or something just absolutely blew us away right. the field the field Newcastle love for it yeah yeah <laughs> the, the infamous one that made sure there was never any other yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sad times, but good tunes. So, well um, done, Newcastle Council. You've <laughs> done it again. Ah, oh, you've done it again. Right, okay. Well, um, let's stop calling this city names and put some tunes on. Um, this so, is G- this is Gia Magic, Space Invader. Boom.
Magic Space Invader. Um, you know a little bit about that one. When was that one released? Uh, off the top of my head, I think it was around that, just that era, by 2001, where you didn't really have any sort of like subgenres like what you've got these days. It <laughs> yeah. was just basically everything was just drum and bass, and everything was just mint. Yeah. And like you said, the, all, all the tracks that came out from then. For me, they've, they've still stand the test of time better than some of the stuff that gets released these days. Not that I'm like shitting on other stuff that comes out, but you kind of sort of argue with, with the stuff you grow up with is the stuff that always sort of clings in it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like the bits that sort of feel a bit better. Mm. All right, sound well. Speaking of things clinging, um, <laughs> let's <laughs> a sweaty T-shirt reference in honour. <laughs> Of moving straight into category three, which is the first rave memories. memories. So, um, paint what picture? What are your first rave memories? Right. Go on. So, first rave memories. Uh, Top the, the clean version. The clean version. The clean version. Right. Top on, the bottom. On yeah. So I mean, it was in. Uh, so it was in Gossie High. Uh, looked about twelve. <laughs> somehow Weird. managed. Somehow managed to get into turbulence for my first rave, and it was. Uh, Tur- one of the old university turbulence. I uh, in the basement of the uni. Oh. Um, very much not hard. Uh, but honestly, that just everything about that night in that venue was, was amazing, and it just stuck with us from the first time that I went there. When you go down the steps, and you just feel the bass rattling your chest as soon yeah. as you walk in. Uh, like I said, Bad Company were headlining, and Bad Company were just the best things since sliced bread. Um, smoking tarps in the queue to try and look a bit older, had ridiculously oversized baggy jeans and a bucket Nice, hat. that's what you want, right? Somehow managed to get in, and then uh, just remember seeing some of the kids from, who were a couple of years older, like in sixth form, and that just having a big crack on. Everyone was really friendly that night. Don't know what it was, but... Yeah. Lot, lot was, of love in the I think you're fighting pickers. There's often a lot of love in the air. Those old turbulences were amazing. Aye, but... Uh, uh, like, the, the, just the atmosphere in there. We were talking about when they used to do the split room thing, you'd have the drum and bass in the big main room, and then you'd have UK hip-hop stars yeah, playing in the side room. That as well, well, yeah, you saw Rodney P, and we saw Jest in there, and mm. I remember seeing Roots Maneuver in there, and just some like really cool nights with a lot of diverse things going on there that yeah, was the, the, the early days of turbulence before it moved to digital mm-hmm. like some some awesome times so like so, so you said bad company was playing yeah so so basically bad company were headlining going about the time i think it was the digital nation album that was out so you had stuff like the nine and uh oh, the nine. Like four days <laughs> and stuff like that that were uh just absolutely blown us away like said, again it was like that first time when i heard stuff like the prodigy just here in bad company it was just going absolutely wild and didn't know what, what to expect for the rest of the night. And from there, I was just, like I said, I'm just hooked from, from day one. As soon as I realised this is what drum and bass is, I was like, right, this is what I want to listen to for the rest right. of my life, basically. This is me. I found my yeah. I found my little niche. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I know what you mean. Like, everyone yeah. everyone gets a bit like that. Once you find that one thing, that one niche, you, like, you cling to it, don't you? But, like, it's because you, it's because you love it. I like, I'll never I'll never give up the jungle stuff. I just love that stuff. I love the claddy airmans and the fucking and the raga vocals and all of that stuff. That's just it gives us chills, man. Yeah. And that's the thing about that's the thing about raves, isn't it? Like yeah, just it's it's all it's all about it's that sort of thing. moments in it. Go it on. is. It is. Oh, what's that? It is. <laughs> right. So, um, is there any tunes from that night that like sort of stand out that you remember? Yeah. Well, I mean, like I was saying, I mean, obviously. Everything the bad company made was just absolute gold, Most in, in, in my opinion. I just couldn't get enough of it. But um, although that that was meant, there was there was one track in particular that just 
just really sort of stuck out like a sore thumb. Oh. Obviously, in, in a good way. Well, <laughs> well, do share with all of us. Right. Well, so um, tunes "Hush Hush" by Shimon, and it, again, it's just sort of going back to those clean breaks, uh, just sort of rolling like relentless energy. And again, it was just that bassline just stood out compared to everything else that I was hearing that night. It's another it one of those Ram Raiders ones, isn't it? Yeah, Ram Raiders. Yeah, it was just just the energy going forward from then onwards, and just couldn't get enough of it. Mint. Right. Well, uh, let's warp some drum and bass on. Addy. Yes. Hush. hush. <laughs> yes. Yes. Prepared. I'm Addy. prepared. Addy. Hush. Hush. I'm pushing. Shut I'm up. Pushing. Shut up. <laughs> Play some fucking drum and bass, man. How are you?
massive influence. That was Hush Hush by Shimon on Ram Raiders. Amazing. Yeah, Lush track. Lush Lush track. According to Discogs, again, we're trusting Discogs, but that's 2000. We trust them too much. We do. I just I lean on them for information. They tell me what songs are on which albums and where they were released and stuff like that. Information. Because people aren't, they're not just listening for your charisma. They're listening for the information. I know you were a charismatic man, Addy. I'm tired tonight, though, guys. I, <laughs> I know. He's fucking full of coffee, but still. Still had a quiet one. So, um, well, after let, Lindisfarne last week, let's bring it back to the festival fever. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Let's tie that right. Right, so we've been talking about Lindisfarne already. Um, I know both of you were there. Sadly, I wasn't there this year. But there's always next there's year. There's always next year. There's always next year. So, what sort of tunes get you in the festival, festival fever? We've been to festivals before, haven't we? Way I have. I mean, obviously, we've been to Bang Face. Bang Face. Bang Face, Unreal Festival. And um, I think for that for that one, it was... Um, so like mate Drew was just basically saying, right, you've got to come see this DJ Rotator. Never heard of him before. Oh, like, Frank. And like, Frank's Frank, fucking like, mint. Yeah, he is. He's just, sound. just the first time of seeing him, it was something I'd, again, never experienced before. Doesn't Frank like, love baked beans? He does love baked beans, <laughs> man. <laughs> and, like, and speed. Oh, well... <laughs> Last time I saw him, we'd been up for four days and he was just like, oh, you should have brought me some big beans. <laughs> <laughs> I can still remember, I think it was Luke like going to see him at Bangface and right. Luke like walked over the counter and like leant right over and gave him a kind of Heinz beans. What was he saying? Something about that? They're sweet, but they're salty, they're delicious. <laughs> it's amazing to know that. I should get these in France. So, uh, what so what for was it the bang face yeah so it was bang face it was in the smaller room as well yeah and when me and John Long were on one ro- rotator man honestly yeah. just again something I'd never ever heard before in my life especially live as well it was just like 220 BPM just getting kicked in the head relentlessly but you were enjoying every second of it and then yeah, yeah. there was just a wall of lights behind it and uh, they were just going absolutely aga and then he dropped this tune um he played like a little cut up version of Come At Me Bro by Sinister Souls. Right. And then he dropped this tune called uh, Hammer by Gansha and Ruin. Right. And I hadn't heard it before. And I was Love a bit of Gansha and I was kind of yeah. just going, what the fuck's this? And he's just like, yeah, my weight like, kicks in. I was like, what? This kicks in. And then just like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Just absolutely amazing. One, one of my favourite clone experiences, hands down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's good to know. I was, I was actually there. I was in that room. Um, and there was like there was, there was this guy that sort of freaked me out a little bit who was there. I don't know if you saw him. He was wearing like you know those fucking glow sticks that they all throw into the crowds, yeah. like the long ones that connected together. And he was wearing one like he had a bald head completely, and it was up and over his head and like over his nose and then back around his bald head. But like <laughs> wasn't me, was it? He only he only had like one and a half arms, right? Oh, definitely wasn't, uh, definitely wasn't me. <laughs> he only had one and a half arms, right? And he just kept prolonged eye contact with me and made me feel bit, increasingly bit too long. yeah and it was sort of getting increasingly increasingly uncomfortable so i was trying to look away but as soon as i tried to look away i was looking at the arm and i was like oh he's gonna get he's gonna get conscious so i was looking straight back up and i was like no make eye contact no it's weird instantly already you know what you need to so, do like, Gavin? i need should to run away should have walked straight up to him and tried to shake his wrong arm oh no no, no, I wasn't in. I wasn't in the right mind. Do you know what it is? I'm sure that's the night we all got dressed up as Pat Butcher. Like, and I think halfway through the night, I'd had enough of being Pat, and I went and got washed to go and see Rotator. It's just like funny that I went to go and uh, have a wash to go and see Rotator being some filthy, disgusting Gabba stuff. So, um, yeah, back to your festival fever. Yeah. Um, so, is it is it like sort of just the, the filthy industrial stuff for you? Yeah, I mean, it was it was something new to me. So that that was that was just an experience in itself. I mean. Um, the amount of drum and bass that you can pick from, there's, there's so much that you can't really 
it's it's hard being doing this interview to be fair, like picking the tunes for this. Uh, really, so everyone everyone struggles with it, like <laughs> yeah, everybody just struggles. trying to pinpoint that one tune that, that gets you going. But um, there's the Funky Town remix, uh, which oh. is by Julian Liberate, I think, Julian but it's Liberate. that Alex Carver remix. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Funky Town by Lip Sync's an unreal tune anyway. But to have like a storm and acid techno remix of it, it's just every <laughs> time you write that one, it's like, how can you not like this? And uh, back in Liberate, we saw Chris Liberate. I just. Uh, clash with my set, so I had to miss it, unfortunately. Like, oh, that, that's probably why we'd, it wasn't the fact that Spud didn't play, it was the fact that we were all seeing Chris Liberator. <laughs> oh, never! Uh, we always were like, that's the bother with that's the bother with being a DJ and playing at a festival, you always clash with someone. I mean, who did we clash with? Never mind who we clashed with, we took the piss and then Abagaba had to go on afterwards. Yeah. Didn't have a clue. Aye. <laughs> Follow uh, that. Uh, <laughs> like all it was missing was an Obama-style mic drop, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm just a too too polite. I handed it back to the bastard. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, your festival fever tune, Julian Liberator, Funky Town. <laughs>
Right, that was Funky Town by Julie Liberator, but that was the Alex Calver remix. Calver, 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 maybe like God knows what. Clever, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so right, okay, Addy. Right, uh, I'll I'll tell you what album it's off. It's off True Detective. It's not 2004. Ah, jinx! It was. But Addy, pronounce the name of the label. What are gonna fucking? <laughs> That's actually what it looks like. It says W E D A F U N G A N I. What the fuck? What the fuck? I like that. Can't confirm. That's what it looks like. That, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, like if you want to, like that one proper tickled us, like proper tickled us as well. But you see, you do get those little nuggets from fucking discogs that make you smile. Um. Right. Okay. Let's move on to my favorite. So. One of my favourite parts of this whole thing is sharing music with everyone. Yes. Um, which is meant, hopefully, you are all out there. And because of the On The Rave podcast, by the way, you can catch On The Rave on Facebook and on Twitter at yeah. On The Rave or on Instagram. You can get us on Podbean. On YouTube. Yeah, you are absolutely... We are powered by Podbean and fueled by Basement Snacks Coffee. Uh, yes, exactly. Basement Snacks. Don't forget, everybody. You go into Basement Snacks and you tell them. You don't tell them. You, you walk shout, in and you shout, shout. at them. On the rave! And then you'll get 10% off. All of your snacks and goods, which is going to be hilarious. And I swear down, it's not getting boring. It's not getting boring. <laughs> it's just not getting boring. Um, so, let's move on. So, you see, we've shared our sponsor, so now why don't you share one of your musical discoveries? So, who should the On the Rave audience be listening to? Well, if anyone likes the Techie Rollers, um, hashtag, does. hashtag Techie Rollers. Hashtag Techie Rollers for the win. Trademark by Dancer Alex. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, Belen is, uh, I think he's from, I think he's from Bosnia or something, but like a proper tech DJ, and just sort of discovered him. Little, I think it was a little bit before Bangface actually, and obviously me and Dan Sanks were buzzing about seeing him. And when he when he played a Bangface, he opened up with his remix of "Ladies of Spain" by Bad Company. All right. And uh, and I just remember getting a text off dancing because I wasn't there at the, at the beginning. He was like, "Belen's here. Where the fuck are you?" So I literally ran from the ran from the chalets straight through into Bangface, caught all of his set, and honestly, it was just absolute perfection. Just non-stop tech, non-stop roll from start to finish. Like some of those sets are some of the best ones. You know yeah. when you get like that frantic text that's yeah. like all mumbled language. You know it's not quite coherent, but you know one of your mates is at the front of a speaker somewhere. Yeah. Front right stack, always front right stack. That's just the Geordie band. That's the Northern Hard Crew band, isn't it? Front right stack. Front right stack. Yeah, we'll stick you lost, front right stack. That's yeah. where you'll, you'll find, find Geordie. That's where you'll find someone with a familiar dialect. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, but I mean, Berlin stuff is like from from everything that I've like heard from the beginning. As soon as I found out about him, knew exactly who he was and what tunes he was making. Just had to go through his entire back catalogue and, and just basically buy pretty much all of it. To be fair, yeah. um, but he does like loads of audio visual stuff as well. He's done um, he's done some of the uh, festival in Belgium called Rampage. Right, and there's like literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people there, and he's done like all the audio visual and mixing live. I think. Did sort of like side by side with current value doing something similar as uh, well. He's very much on that tip now. Yeah, he? but um, but uh, the, the video is up on YouTube, and if if people haven't seen it, thoroughly recommend. It's well worth the watch. Like if audio. everyone if everyone's really nice, maybe maybe when we post this, uh, Mister Loki will put a link in the comments somewhere to the tune, Certainly so people will. can see. Um, so if everyone is going to listen to Blaine, yeah. Um, so what should they be listening to? Well, like I said, I mean, it's just his production's next level. I've been, I mean, I've been watching some of his production tutorials on YouTube. It's the way that he makes it sound. It's completely outside the box. He'll get like a, 
you'll get like a vibrator or something and run it up the back of a guitar and then like sample that just because of the guitar sort of sound and then you'll just switch it up and make it sound something nothing like that but absolutely ridiculous oh, that's it John was saying the exact same thing last week yeah. when, he, when we were talking to John and he was like well, we're listening to the stuff from Fuck Buttons Yes. and they've been looking at all of the instruments that are brilliant just, name as well just <laughs> well worth a go but a good group of grown men all just laughed at that again it's amazing but he just said the exact really same thing shit equipment and just <laughs> yeah. broken things they were using like Tonka microphones and stuff like that it just goes right. to show what you can actually make music mm-hmm. like so um, if everyone out there who's listening to the Unwave podcast wants to listen to one tune what is the name of that tune? Well, this tune is on Bad Taste Recordings, uh, which is Vegas out of Bad Company's label, and uh, the tune is called Colossus of the Colossus EP by Berlin. Let's go at it.
said that was on Bad Taste Recordings. Uh, the Colossus EP was released in 2014. Amazing. Um, so we'll we'll just come straight out of it. Um, Addy, you know you know you know what I'm going to ask, don't you? Aye, oh, you're at the front. Yeah. You're itching off the pingers. Oh. Jaw to the ceiling. Oh. What's that one tune that makes you fling your arms in the air? Oh, oh, oh! Pull your the biggest screw face, gurney screw face. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the, the, uh, so as as we've discussed with other people, this seems to go two different ways. So what are you? Are you an arms in the air guy or are you a screw face guy? Arms in the air. Wait. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so, what sort of thing makes you put your armpits on display? <laughs> <laughs> well, I put my armpits on display at Bang Face once, and honestly, they were absolutely gutted. Like, Brenda came up and, she was, and she was like, Yeah, I read Spud. I was like, Whoa, Brenda, you fucking stink. And I was like, Well, actually, that's me. <laughs> so, I had to, like, in the middle of Bang Face, I had to go back to the chalet for a shower and then go back in. I was absolutely. Oh, I was absolutely, shower of disappointment. Oh, Pressing I, the button. I, oh. It was grim. <laughs> Pressing the button as it dribbles on us. Yeah. This isn't a shower. This um, is a really shit golden shower. It's like turning your back to the shower and just holding that button in with your ass. Just having the water dreaming over your shoulders just because they're a nightmare. I absolutely love that festival. And to be fair, it's a lot better having the ability to go and have a shower yeah. than uh, being trapped in a tent for the Yes, weekend. it is. 100%. So, um, definitely. So, Half a um, shit shower is better than knee shower at all. Oh, definitely. It's definitely better than... Um, having a fucking goldy looking chain shower yeah like five wet wipes what the <laughs> like if you haven't seen that put that in the put that in the youtube as well goldy looking chain will do having a, wet, having a wet wet wash right okay so um so it's an arms in the air moment arms in the air moment um, but what sort of thing gets you going old, yeah. old school drum you've said it's drum yeah, and bass pretty, pretty much the drum and bass I mean, for that time like when i was at bang face i was peak techie role Right. And uh, just, just couldn't get enough of it. And you had, um, on one of the nights, it was, uh, you had like, I think I'm sure it was like Thrasher was on first or something, but then you had like D- um, Diesel Boy, oh. Crew and Frags all one after another. Yeah. And, oh, it was, and it was just absolutely unbelievable. It was in the main room as well. And I remember when, uh, when, Crew was on for a little bit and I thought Frags was going to be going back to the back room because he, th- he played like one tune and then he nicked off. I was like, oh. And then when Frags came on to do another set after Koo had already completely smashed it, and he was just like king of the techie rollers basically, and uh, just standing at the front, everyone's like all my mates like dotted about and that, and then we can hear this tune, uh, current uh, current value for RM bleeps. You can just hear that building up and building up, and then just looked about for like Alex and Drew, and all of us did exactly the same thing at the same time, just looked each other and went, "He's fucking playing it." And then when we heard a drop with the mix, honestly. Just Absolutely lost me shit. So you had a synchronized arms in the synchronized air. Synchronized arms in the air moments, yeah. losing me shit, chucking people about and watching dancing garrot inflatables with his cape. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, do you know what it is? When I've been going through the list of what everyone's been looking at and stuff like that, everyone's talked about like specific types of music that give them that arms in the air moment, and you're the first one who's really signaled in. On a moment, yeah, on, like, yeah. on that one the track and yeah. that one moment, which is yeah. really nice. That's the thing about music, isn't it? Everyone enjoys it their way. Yeah. Um, and to I mean, know that there yeah, was I mean, that one moment. That, that I mean, there's, there's been there's been loads in that. I mean, can count count on as many as you want, basically, for the times of turbulence when like when you heard like Planet Dust for the first time or Messiah, those sorts of things. But for that there, or your band and Body Rock comes on. Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but there, uh, but just. <laughs> 
but just just the three of us all having that sort of moment of realization there, just going, this is going to go absolutely fucking wild. Yeah. And as soon as it, 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 it comes in, it's like, ah, good times. Nice. So one of um, my favorites as well. When I was digging around for this, this is the Raiden and Current Value tune. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, and I was having a look at some of the other stuff that's released on Off Key, and there was some fucking bangers around about that oh, time. Unreal. Like that label's a bit naughty. Like. Yeah. I think it's one of the ones like that's a bit more hidden. as well. Like, oh, yeah. Fucking position chrome. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what Audio started releasing on as well. Like and some of his earlier stuff is just absolutely nails. So if anyone hasn't heard any of Audio's pre-RAM stuff. Or pre-virus, check them out on their uh, position chrome right. There, amazing. Yeah. So that's a little Barrows. tidbit there. So, so as well as providing you with a tune to fling your arms in the air, as a little tidbit for your musical taste in the future. So, um, arms in the air moment. Arms in the air, not a screen face this time. I think that puts the score at four to two. Yes. Yeah? Puts the score at four to two. I'm saying yes. You're saying yes? <laughs> He's just agreeing. He's just smiling and nodding. He's not enough cup and coffee. Um, this is Raiden and Current Value, RM Bleeps.
Braden and current value. Oh my god. Oh, big oh, fat Peggy was. Yeah, right, like that is a fucking chill, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and again, that's on the Raiden album, The Firm. Um, I was having a deep at that beforehand, which is like a compilation of stuff he's done with other people. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. So, um, DJ Loki, DJ UEP, as are both sitting here in front of me. You often go out and get to play tunes for lots of people, but you probably don't often get to dedicate a tune to someone. So, we're flipping the shit. And we're giving you the chance well, you know to dedicate it. Dedication's what you need if you want to be a record breaker. <laughs> well, <there you> <laughs> Just dip it in little Roy Castle there. Like. Be in it <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, so, uh, have you got someone special out there you want to dedicate someone, to? Someone special. Someone who means a lot to us. Everyone's favourite sexy Asian. Why? Mr. Alex Koo. Oh! <laughs> Fucking hot sauce, Don! Hot sauce, Dawn, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, so a tune that I'm going to dedicate to him, it's by Lime Wax. No. It's not really any sort of special connection, just the amount, purely for the amount of grief that he gives us on Facebook about trying to boot Lime Wax. Yeah, I mean, we've had the, we've had the exact same thing. We went away f- to spend a few days with the lad, and uh, needless to say, uh, essentially, he thinks everyone's Lime Wax. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're having issues with... Uh, Did he ever tell you the story about he got the questionnaire? Of, uh, there was a, some... Festival in Sheffield, and there was like questionnaire about everything, like what DJ should be on, what live act should be on, what food should they sell. And Alex, I, I think I where this is going. going. <laughs> Alex's answer for everything was just line max, line max, line max, line max, line max. Amazing, amazing. Uh, right. So we were at Fractal, and um, it was when that tune Broken Poos came out. And oh, he, was, oh, and he, was, he was running about with this sign on his phone. He's running about with a sign on his phone just saying, Broken Poos, I'll get the fuck out. Um, so unfortunately, it's not Broken Poos what I'm dedicating to him, but it is um, the current value remix of a Limeworks tune, actually. So sorry, it's not purely Limeworks, but current value remix of one of them. Yes. Still an absolute monster. Like. And also the tune that we opened show two with. Yes. Um, uh, which is amazing. So it's our first. So obviously, um, uh, it's hilarious that he, he, he pesters you to play line wax and to book line wax all the yeah. time. And you're putting on a line wax tune for him that's not actually yeah, by line wax. Any, any sort of event or anything I, I promote, he's just saying, like, well, you've spelt line wax wrong on your poster. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be the classic, who's she then? <laughs> amazing. So collectively from the three men in the room here is a massive kiss to the sexy Asian pastor from Sheffield <laughs> sexy bastard I'll see you at Fractal and we will see you at Fractal we will see you at Fractal and obviously oh, Addy's got a prospect already right booked up for prospect well there you go <clears throat> so for Alex Koo from Mr. from me to Koo from me to Koo <laughs> <laughs> here's Limewax one of the current values
Sciencey. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of them current value remakes. Apparently, that was on the remixes album that Limewax and SPL released. It's on Lost Souls recording, Gavin. I've got it's, it in the house. It is on Lost Soul recording. There you go. Didn't even have to look at Discogs because Paddy had it in the house. Right. Okay. So let's move on to the one that he's already. Look at these already. He's already, <laughs> gone, he's already gone a little bit red and he's grinning already because I've just I've but, just told him that. Gavin, I'm, what could it be worse than Pegasus? That's could it be thing. worse than like I don't know. Pegasus is, is the standard. The wolf. Oh, that's fucking awful, that wolf song. I don't think anyone's going to beat it, to be fair. It's fucking all this. Right. This is pretty bad, mate. Well, let's let's Let's, see what's going on. Let's burst the back doors in us some guilty pleasures. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're sat in the bath uh, uh, and and you're not feeling great, uh, what would you put on? What's your guilty pleasure? Oh, me guilty, me guilty pleasure. I do love a bit of donk, actually. Oh, no. oh that makes us want to have a cry one. Oh, yeah, cranky, well, a cranky donk. A bit, bit of cranky donk, aye. But oh. uh, funny enough, I like, went to see Blackout Crew at Bang Face, and they were actually really, really good. I had a proper crease. I was there. <laughs> I was there. I remember. Go ahead. 
Right, okay, so so like so a bit of you know what it is the the missus actually really likes Russian donk at the minute. You know all the meme videos like she absolutely loves that shit. Like um, <laughs> I think that that so was the, the one that made us want to try to uh, catch a jab. No, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. Was that night? Oh, with the Japanese there, was table, load, there was a loads of Japanese people around. <laughs> oh, right. Wow, well, with context, that's all right. Yeah. But to start with, I was like, Addy, fuck sex, it's a kid show. <laughs> this is a kid show. You've just been shouting on about fucking sexy Asians for the ages. <laughs> well, didn't call me on my rabbit. No, he's To be fair, to be fair. I just wanted to catch one in my net. You like Pokemon? I like catching Japs. What's the problem? Well, we've got both of a Japanese sensation, I suppose. Yeah. Right, Picture okay, the laws so, for partner and jab traps. <laughs> so, uh, so, right, back to guilty pleasure. So, donk. Yeah, so my guilty pleasure is absolutely horrendous, but it's more just to see how much it, like, winds people up, because I know there's few and far between actually like this track. Because some people fucking hate it. Yeah. But a lot of Understandably abs- as well. But a lot of people absolutely live for it. Yeah. I'm one, I'm one of the latter, and I know a couple of me good mates are as well. So, this is the tune called Symphony uh, by Clean Bandit, but it's the Makina remix. Oh, no. And it is absolutely oh. atrocious, oh. but it's it's such a laugh at the same time. So, I, deal with um, it. I, we had a quick kind of this on YouTube beforehand, and it's it's particularly special. So I think I went half blind. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, take a deep breath. Like It'll be over in six minutes. I swear, it's all right. Um, this is the, this is the symphony by Clean Bandit, but it's the Mc- Static Makina bootleg yep. provided by Monta TV. Aye. Can I squeeze in another dedication? Send this one out with Drew. Well, right. Shira. Yeah, amazing. Double uh, dedication. Double dedication. This is for Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, just be part of the symphony or something. Some sort of pun. Pun, pun based, true shenanigans. Ah, oh, pun. Shout in. I've been hearing symphonies before all I heard was silence. A rhapsody for you and me. And every melody is timeless. Life was stringing me along. Then you came and you cut me loose. I'm solo singing on my own. Find a key without you And now you're so
mate, but I think that's fucking awful. That was a fucking the longest six minutes of my life. <laughs> I'm well aware of how awful that tune actually is, though. Do, do you know what it is? Do you, you do you? Is what we always say, and like, the, like, some one person's guilty pleasure is another person's like absolute love in music. So fair play. If you enjoyed that, you can go to the Monta TV YouTube channel to find loads of other bootlegs that are similar tunes. To it. Um, there's no, there's, there's, like, do you know what it is? There's too many to even start mentioning them. If you, if you enjoyed that. Uh, just go to Monta TV on YouTube. I just got to Monta. Just got to Monta. You could always we've, just go to Monta. tunes there. Exactly. They'll be blasting out all the tunes over there. Um, right. Okay. So, um, Addy, we're getting towards the end of the show. So let's we just are. remind everybody who we are and where we're from. We are on the rave. We're from Newcastle. We are. <laughs> You were from, hello, you were my from name, Newcastle. Hey, hello, my yes, name's boy. on the rave and I'm from Newcastle. I shot in the face, Declan. Can I see? I'm gone blind. Amazing. Uh, you can catch us on YouTube and we are powered by Podbean, Gavin. Ah, uh, yes, but we're fueled by Basement Snacks. <laughs> there we go. Amazing. You see, we're, we're, getting, we're, we're starting to get this synchronized. It is. We'll, People will we'll be thinking we're twins sooner or later. We look alike. We look alike. We're, we're both. Um, who were both? Who were both? <laughs> who were both? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, right. oh no! We're, we're, we're Jim Morrison once. Oh, twice. we're both Jim Morrison once. once. Twice. Yeah. I would work. Addy. Yes. You'll never guess what. <clears throat> what? <laughs> He's only gone and done it. Ba 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 I reckon you probably are. It's wildcard time on the On The Road podcast. Um, and Loki, you've picked two people. On the um, goat. On the goat. So we're having a double goat eh? Um Two on the, goats, one cup. On the, <laughs> on, the, on the back of a double double goater. So we've got like a quad goater on the go here. This is, this is like six girls, 12 cups. Fucking loads, <laughs> loads of goats in that. <laughs> um, so like, uh, I, I, I don't mean to be rude, but... I'm guessing it's probably going to be a couple of drum and bass guys. Yeah, it's definitely not that Makina bootleg. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've made that monstrosity. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've picked two go to again. It was it was it was just too hard just to pick one particular person. Yeah. Um. So the first one that I've went for is the mighty Dillinger. Wait. Yes. Dillinger is and always will be king in my opinion. Um, that valve sound system and some ridiculous. of those valve sound system nights rattling your ribs downstairs yeah. in the basement. See, seen, the f- seen the full valve a couple of times and it is just, well, not anymore, but it's something to behold basically. Like it's just something you can't even put into words as I'm clearly struggling to do at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, uh, I can remember seeing like the massive okay. van that had it all outside the back of the uni Aye. doing the setup and being like, well, like when we used to do the sound system for Drop the Bass and it was like one mm. van and we'd have this whole sound system in and then this fuck off truck mm. like came with all the valve stuff in and it was like minnow in giant pond territory ridiculous man like yeah. sticking your heads in bass bins and that turbulence man I was just like why did I do that but <laughs> thankfully I didn't go completely deaf but what? <laughs> but I so, so I went I went for Dylan Jeff um, purely for the fact like the it was just his obviously his bass and his big fat crunchy brakes were just absolutely amazing um, I so think at that time there wasn't really many people doing it better than Dillinger nah, no. I mean t- to be honest at that sort of time like you weren't shit unless Dillinger remixed one of your tracks basically Dillinger and Lemon D aye aye yeah aye but uh, yeah so the, the track that I've, that I've picked for Ghosts um, is Thugged Out Bitch by oh. Dillinger off the the monumental Big Bad Bass album 
obviously he's done so many other tracks that, that I could have easily picked, like Bob Songs, anything, anything off Cybertron really. So what but is it about this one? The, the bitch, it was just something that was just different, it was just like that 4-4 kick, just the bass, the vocals on it, just a different step to what I was used to listening to. Again, just something that just stuck out like a sore thumb, but it had just that raw energy and just you could tell everyone was just going to go absolutely wild as soon as it dropped, so that's not what I like about it. Mint, for that we're done. Story to boot, one half of the goat. This is Dillinger. Big Bang Bass. It's not Corporate Bass. No, it's not. That's, that's the album. album. That's the I'm not, album. I'm just too that's the album. Spud. What's it actually? Dump Down Bitch. Dump Down Bitch. Dump Down Bitch.
2001, just being extra efficient again. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so um, that was Dillinger, that was Spelled Out Bitch, that was from Big by Faith 2002, Val recording. Who's um, the next one? Yeah, we've got another Double one. Goat. Double Goat. Double Goat. Double Goat. So, eh? Goat number two, but not saying he's any less of a Goat than Dillinger. Uh, it's someone who's sort of fairly new in, in comparison, um, but he has been about for years. And I think it's just for for this one, Brick is my second choice. Right. And it's really just his production is just second to none, yeah, in, in my opinion. He's clinical and he's yeah, superb. It's, right? it's a bit more of like a sort of organic sound rather than like the, the techie rollers is a bit more sort of obviously techie and a techie bit more and like, processed. <laughs> But uh, but with with Brick, he's uh, he's almost just... onomatopoeic. <laughs> you made it sound uh, techy and rollery. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but Brick's productions next level. Uh, it's just quality release after quality release, and he's only getting better. I think he's actually got a new album coming out later on, towards the back end of this year, on about sort of October November time. Right, heard, heard the promo mix for that earlier on, which is on SoundCloud and. Thoroughly recommend people check out that on Symmetry Recordings. Oh right, there we go. Mix. There we go. Full advert. Yeah. So, um, when it comes to break, uh, what one tune sort of like typifies? Yeah. So again, even though I've just said how much of his sounds are a lot more organic, I've actually went for one of his more techy roller tunes. <laughs> Shock. But uh, yeah, so this one's called Splash Step. It was on the Noisier album, Noisier Live, uh, Fabric Live by Noisier. It was on that mix CD. Heard it on there and it was the B site of Diplodocus. It was, yeah. And uh, it's, again, it's just the brakes are unreal, the face is rolling, and it's just relentless energy from start to finish. Coming forward. Amazing. So, go number two. This is Break. Splash Death.
Splash Step, and as we discussed, that was on an EP that was released alongside Noisier in 2008 with uh, Diplodocus, yeah. which was on Quarantine. It was. Wait, there we go. So, um, we're gearing up towards the end of another pocket. Lads, we've absolutely flew past this one, haven't we? Smashed it out. Do you know what it is? It's getting, they're, they're flying out, they're getting a bit quicker. Um, it's Faster been... than a kick to your granny's minge. No, you had to squeeze one kick. I had to put granny. him in, like. Yeah, he's just much, not going to let. Much like my foot to your granny's minge. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's his one per show. Well, that's two. <laughs> that's two. <laughs> Fuck you, iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, uh, th- like, it, it's been men having you on. It's good to it's good to sit down one. and have a bit crack with you. All right. Um, I understand that you've got shit loads going on. So, what you got coming up musically? Loads, loads, and loads of gigs. I'm basically going to be living at World Headquarters for the next sort of four to six months. <laughs> but uh, no. Nah, so for September, we've got. 20th of September, we have the Pad Thai Hi-Fi guys uh, doing a night called Have I Got Cruise For You. Have I Got Cruise For You? Yeah, so it's uh, so it's motion sickness, Pad Thai, lively up, dilate and laugh. So we've got, like, oh, it's a big records. sound clash before the, with all the guys in town. Similar to like, the sound clash thing, what we did for, for lively up, but it's just a load of residents from, from the event all just doing their own thing. Uh, me and Taze will be down there for motion sickness. Uh, I think that was set around about two or three. Big up, Nicky. We'll get you on soon, mate. Wait, hi. And then the week after that, we've got motion sickness at World Headquarters. Yeah, with, tell us uh, about that. So basically, got, got Rockwell, who's unreal DJ, phenomenal producer. Used to be on Radio 1 when he sat in for friction for a bit. One of the best producers on Shogun Audio as well. Um, we've also got DLR and MC Gusto off Dispatch Recordings. Nice. Nice rolling drum and bass. Similar to what breaks like, so if anyone's a fan of break or dispatch, they'll know about DLR and they'll get themselves down there. And of course, of CB4? Yes. <laughs> Straight out of low cash. Straight out of low cash? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for, uh, and then moving into October um, 12th, we've got the Livelier Party, Birthday Party Part 1. Yeah. That's with Spy and GQ. I with. understand that we're hoping that the day that drops, that we're going to have Harry Dizzle on. Oh. Um, uh, we're hoping. We're hoping. We're hoping. I did speak to him. He did. He spoke to him, but apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was <laughs> one of the one of the many. So uh, we'll, it's not a grieving at the window. Then. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll 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 give you a shout, Harry, and confirm that. But if you want to do the you've show had, that you've drops, had questions for ages. Yeah, if you want to do the show that drops the day before your show, build up some hype in that. You know, we're here to help. <laughs> what else you got coming up? Paul? So that's the twelfth. The day after that, so two nights in a row is going to be a bit of a stretch, but. It's said heavyweights back, and they're a cosmic ballroom. So they've got N Type, Jack Sparrow. I'm in room two for a bit of a Metalheads takeover. So you've got Battery, aka Cracks of Parallel Forces, DJ Flight, Hidden Agenda. Uh, the week after that is the 20th with Frictions playing at World Headquarters for Dilate. And in October. That's the 20th, I. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we in October that time? We are away. And if you want to come on the rave with Addy and Gav, Live, yeah. Uh, you can come to Fractal and see us just be general bellends. Yeah, we're hoping to do a good showing for ourselves, but we're going to go down to Fractal. That's going to be on the nineteenth. Yes, it is um, the nineteenth. Down in Leeds, the legendary Beaverworks in Leeds. Yeah, so we're we can get come down. You come down and catch thick us. Pingers and drop some fucking nasty, nasty gabber and drum and bass. And then you can get on the mega bus and come back here and come and go 
and see people at World Headquarters. Mega off. bus back though. Oh, of course you're going to get the mega bus back. Nah, first not train us. back, man. Not, not, not us. We're riding in style. We're riding in style. Big time. Well, 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 that's it. Yeah, you know, we've got, we've got, we've got a driver with a limo. It's kind of a limo. Well, it's an estate. It's a long car. It's a long car. Yeah, it's longer than a mini. It's fine. It's 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 like it's a ghetto limo. Let's call it a ghetto limo. Hashtag ghetto limo. Like a limo. Exactly. What else you got coming in? Um, and then just to cap off the end of October, um, two gigs on the same night. So we're going to do a Halloween special art bar logo, Boom. which will be the, the fourth one. So four years in a row, we've always done it. So it's smashing every single time. And as well, live we have having the birthday party part two. That's a world headquarters again with Calibre and DRS. So yes. a bit, bit more liquidy, but... I think I'll be down in the other room with the rest of the Lively Up All Stars. So, big up Nectax, Jardel, Crinian, all the Lively lads. Yeah, spot on. That's going to be good. And it's good they've done a really good job in town, the Lively Up lads. Yeah, man. Like, I think Jake and Harry have done a lot of... Seven years now it's yeah, come up. Yeah, that's it. it. So. That's it. It's like it's it's, it's it's like it's lasted longer than the raves that were around when we were about, you know what I mean? Except one. That just keeps like miraculously coming back from the dead every now. Keep your keep your eyes out for a zombie appearance around Whoa, Christmas. Oh dear, <laughs> oh dear. Right. In any case, uh, we're down to the last. We're down to the last. Last last question. Um, so personal it's, anthem. It's, yeah, it's personal anthem time. So if you were a WWE superstar and Stone Cold Steve Austin was cutting an absolutely bogus promo on you in the ring, and your music dropped for you to go down and fucking Give him a stunner or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking wailing now. Like it is. It gets getting late. What's your personal anthem? What tune would kick? Well, just for something that's just gonna make people go absolutely off it and just stop throwing chairs on the air sort of moments and just go absolutely wild. It's gotta be the DK VIP of the Ruckus by Tekic. Oh, nice. a little bit Tekic. Yeah, right. we've seen Tekic absolutely nail a few sets. Like, yeah. Uh, Amazing. What is it about this tune it's, that makes it your personal anthem? It's just the, just the vocal that just cuts out just before the drop, and then it's the, obviously now the drop for the ruckus. It's just unbelievable. DKVIP, yeah. big fat, massive aimings, kind of gone wrong. Yeah, it's one of those ones where the first one's going to make you smile, but if you just hold on a little bit, you just keep that little bit back in reserve because you know that second break is just, just, just going to kick the shit out of you. <laughs> it's just going to kick the shit out of you. Agreed. Amazing. So, um, this has been the On the Right podcast. Um, and it's been absolutely mint having you on the show, Paul. Thank you very much. Um, yes, I'm this guy. Uh, so this is episode six of the Hardcore Histories podcast. Um, uh, and do you want to round up? Right. So this is your personal anthem, Paul. Yep. Well, this is the Ruggers VIP by DK, original by Tech Edge.
we've done it again. Addy, we've done it again. That's another show in the bag, Gavin. Ah, oh, we're getting good at this making podcast things, aren't we? We are. Yeah, amazing. That was Tech Itch. That was the Ruckus, the DK VIP version. Banger. Penetration 7 2002 on Penetration I love a bit of Penetration. Yeah, amazing. So, uh, it was nice to have Spud DJ Loki on. He is. He's um, got a million faces. Yeah. <laughs> he's done well. He's done well. So, uh, we'll end the way we normally end, Addy. With a scientific shenanigan banger. Yeah. So well, what have you? Uh, what have you? So what have you got in the test tube rack for everyone today? Uh? I thought I'd go for some sort of southern breakcore shenanigans. Oh, right. Okay. A bit of a classic remix. One of my favourite remixes of it. Uh, it's Ed Cox. Oh, I love a bit of Ed Cox. Remix and Slayer. Oh, this is a tune. It's called "Pissing It Down." Amazing. Enjoy, you fuckers. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen of the internet, this is Ed Cox playing us out. Uh, I've been Gav. I've been Addy, and now we are officially off the rave. <laughs>